Hello. As Christians, I think uh, I believe that one of the most difficult things we want to do is to discern the will of God. What is God? What does God want us to do? And how do we know what we are doing is in God's will? I think that's a struggle many of us uh, actually are going through at this moment. So I'd like to share about this discernment framework. Okay, let me get my PowerPoint. Now, a discernment framework is actually a framework in, that helps us to make discernment. Discernment that is uh, according to God's view and with the uh, blessing of God in how we, especially in major decisions, uh, like changing a job or you know, who to marry or what training shall we go. So all of us, come to a point in our life, especially if you want to uh, glorify God, you want to edify ourselves, that we have to make a discernment dis uh, decision. And the process is called discernment. So the framework I'm going to share is that there are three components to that. Firstly, we have to start praying. I think it, discernment is done together with God. And it's actually... It's a work of the Holy Spirit that's working in us. Then we have to access the data. Okay, it's not just uh, uh, just doing what we feel like doing, but we have to really be realistic on what we are to do. Yeah, being a Christian doesn't mean that we don't use our mind. In fact, being a Christian, we actually use our mind more. And then we have to seek confirmation in peace. That means if we have arrived at a decision, then we, we need to get it confirmed. So praying for freedom and guidance. I think one of the important things or the basis if you want to do discernment and to discern correctly is that you must be detached. There must be an indifference Indifference means freedom from undue influence. Okay, because you know that there are so many things that can be biased. Okay, they make it, they are so biased that it make us, uh, we make us uh, make the wrong decision because we are not indifferent. We are biased. Okay, certain scripts that comes to mind is that oh, you must go full time, or if you are full time, you must leave your job. You know, you feel God is uh, calling you to a, high, uh, a different church or God is calling you to go into theological education. So these are uh, undue inferences that, you know, the first step is to detach yourself. That means become an observer of yourself. And then the guidance in judgment one makes so that they are informed by Christian values and based on accurate assessment of one situation and possibility. So that means we need to all the facts. Okay, we cannot make decision on uh, hearsay. 
is it something from the third person or fourth person? We should have all the facts before us. For example, you, you feel that uh, you need your call to a, a, a different job or you have a job, then ask for the job description. Ask what is expected to you in the new job. Okay. And if you are to are seeking of your life partner, okay, get to know him or her well before you make the decision to marry. And most important, I think, in the praying for freedom and guidance is to listen to God. Listen to what God is saying to you. Okay. Our God is a wonderful God. Our God is a, not a silent God. Our God is a God who speaks to us, who reveals himself in everything that we do. So that's why it's important to listen to him. Most of the time we hear him, but we don't listen. Okay? Because there are so many noises, voices in the world. And especially in this area of discernment, you have to be aware that the voice you hear is not the devil's voice or the culture in which you live in, or the expectation of your parents or peers or whatsoever. But it's the voice of God. So that's why you need to be very certain. That's why the Bible is helpful. Okay? Uh, especially if you study the Bible, look at certain words, okay? In context, okay, don't just pick up words and say, oh, this is what the Lord says. Lectio Divina is uh, fine, a quite useful way of reading the Bible. And then whatever decision, uh, not talk with your church, your friends, even your community, the church, okay, your pastors, your leaders, your spiritual directors. Okay, spiritual directors are are people who are gifted to walk with you. They are gifted to walk with people who their role is not to tell you what to do. Director's role is not directing in that sense. That a spiritual director's role is to help you to discern what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. In other words, they are directing you to the voice of God. Okay, that is what spiritual directors is. Sometimes Spiritual books, okay, by, by Thomas Merton, Henry Nowen, all the spiritual masters of the past are very useful in helping you in your discernment. And most of all, spend time praying and listening to the Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit will talk, speak to us in many ways. Okay, sometimes, uh, and uh, uh, one uh, very good way you know, which we often neglect is dreams. God sometimes helps our discernment in dreams. You look at the number of dreams that are in the Bible. So, your first step is to pray for the freedom and the guidance. That means you are detached. You're not emo not in, uh, emotionally or physically or anything. Just detached so that you can make the right decision and look for guidance. Then step two is to assess the data. That means you need to know the data. What are the effects? Talk to the issues with another person, somebody you can trust. 
a mentor, a leader, a, 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 a person that you trust to help you and is interested in helping you to make the right decision. And as I said before, beware of your bias. Sometimes uh, it's useful to have a list of pros and cons. That means pro, you want to take a job, pro, what are the benefits, what are the disadvantage cons, and draw a list. Okay, I, I think, you know, you were saying, oh, by now you're thinking that, hey, you know, I thought discernment is very spiritual. Yeah, it is spiritual because this is a spiritual process. But it involves hard data. So you have to draw a list, yes or no type of list. Okay. Then uh, another way of, uh, once you have made the uh, sort of uh, a tentative decision, is try living a while hypothetically in that choice. Okay. What do I mean by that? It means that, for example, say you want to take the job. That means you will be leaving your present job. Okay. And you feel that you should leave and take a new job. Okay. Maybe spend a week living, uh, living as if you have already decided that you will leave your present job. Okay. And then process your, your feelings about it. Do you have peace? Are you happy? Okay, or do you go to work every day and you look around and say, I'm gonna miss this, I'm gonna miss that, I'm gonna do it, you know, and then you feel uncomfortable. Then the next week you act on the that uh, you will not uh, resign, you will not take up the other job, and then process your feeling during that week and your um, uh, uh, thinking. Are you comfortable with that? Not living and staying on your job? Okay. Do you uh, feel uh, uh, discomfort? You, you you know cannot sleep and all that. And then at the end of it, look compare the two experience, and say which one is giving you the peace that you seek. Another way of assessing the data is to imagine somebody coming to you with your same dilemma, your same occasion, the same issues that you have, how will you advise a person? Okay. How will you advise a person knowing all the facts that is before you? How would you? That is how we assess the data. And then we go into the process of seeking confirmation in peace. That means we have already go through the process, we almost arrived at the decision and then we want to see, okay, is it the right decision or not? So we keep on praying and then we make use of our emotions, attend to what is happening emotionally. That means our life emotions, okay. And in life emotions, we are, they have consolation and desolation. And this is actually a lot of it, it is based on the work of St. Ignatius of Loyola in the exercises. He says that consolation, emotions are of two types, consolation and desolation. Consolation is the positive feeling that reflects the power and goodness of God. That means 
joy, satisfaction, pleasure. That means you feel good, you feel energized. Desolation is when you feel negative. Mourning, anger, fear, discouragement, irritability, depression, frustration, worry, self-pity. So assess your emotion. What are you feeling at this moment? Whether you're in consolation or desolation. Because that's very important. And that will actually affect how you make decisions. So the uh, key point in this stage is that do not make decisions when you're in desolation. Okay, that means you're feeling depressed, you're feeling down or you're angry and all that, do not make decision. Try to make your decision when you are in consolation, when you're feeling positive. Because we tend to make a lot of bad decisions when we are in desolation. And beware that people will come to see you and say, hey, you must give me the, the decision within 24 hours or else the job will be given to somebody else. This type of undue stress often leads to wrong decision. When you must buy this house, you must buy this insurance within 24 hours or uh, no more discount. Okay, all these are sales tactics. So beware of that because that will give you undue influence. But important is that recognize that the positive feeling of consolation and the negative feeling of desolation and never make decision solution. Now, even in consolation, when you're feeling uh, positive, you know, boy, oh yeah, I should take this job and all that. Think about the consolation must be tested too. Okay, we do not just uh, depend on emotion without testing. That tested in the terms of the question of money, pleasure, and financial security. Are this the thing that, that is pushing and making and, and creating a bias in your consolation? If you can cut that off, you still have the consolation. Question of prestige, fame and recognition. Question of power and influence. Okay, so remove this from your consolation. Even if these students are not given to you in your new decision, will you still feel peace? Because consolation is actually peace or shalom, peace in God. So making a decision is not easy. That's why we need this discernment framework. And it takes time. Okay, and it's done together with the community. And most important of all, God is involved in our discernment. So whatever situation you're in, as you be discern in everything, listen to God. Thank you for listening here, and I wish you all the best as you continue with your discipline. Okay, so, you know, it, it's not easy. It's not easy, but it's well worth the effort because we have to live with the consequences 
or bad decision. So don't be in a hurry. Spend time to discern what is God's will for you. God bless you. Thank you for listening.